who among us doesn't enjoy a good mystery? And especially when solving it means that I get to bring out my competitive side, even if it's just me against the clock, I just can't wait to uncover all the secrets. So June's Journey is a game that is completely up my alley, and I think you'll love it too. In June's Journey, a hidden object mystery game, you play as June Parker, who's on a quest to solve her sister's murder and uncover her family's many secrets. Each chapter brings you deeper into the story, and it's set in the Roaring Twenties, so beyond uncovering clues, you get to experience the glitz and glamour of the time. June's Journey is definitely not a game I play mindlessly, which I love because I get genuinely invested and a lot of it is a race against time, so there's a little fun added pressure of trying to find the clues as quickly as you can in each scene. There are also tons of ways to customize the island that you're on, learn more about the characters, and then new chapters are added weekly, so you really can't run out of things to explore. So if you think you're up to solve this case, download June's Journey for free today on iOS or Android or play on PC through Facebook games. June needs your help, detective. Little Wing is now streaming on Paramount Plus. I'm in a period of emotional upheaval. Let's have all the, oh, I don't care crap. A little adventure. Where are you going? I'm gonna steal a bird from the Russian pigeon mafia. Let's do it. Goes a long way. <laughs> Starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Life can hurt, but life is sweet. Little Way, Brady PG-13, may be inappropriate for children under 13. Now streaming exclusively on Fairmount Plus. Hey everybody, welcome to the Dungeon Cast. I'm Brian. And I'm Will. This is the podcast where we talk about everything Dungeons and Dragons, from gratuitous grunting to grueling grave robbing. And today we're talking about Grumpsh. Hey Brian, I I don't I don't think we should ask who the Grumpsh yet, but what the Grumpsh? Let will. me let me do you one better. Why the Grumpsh? Why indeed? <laughs> tell me why the Grumpsh will. Oh, I'm about to tell you why the Grumpsh. So Grumpsh, or you can also pronounce it Grumpsh, but you're wrong. You're, you're not actually <laughs> That's wrong. That's aggressive. No. no, you can you can pronounce it either way, but I always called him Grumpsh. So Grumpsh is one of the major deities in Dungeons and Dragons and is one who has been with us since first edition. So he's been around for a while. He's one of the OG deities. Mm-hmm. Um, he's the patron deity of the orcs and the chief deity of their pantheon. Uh, he's regarded as the chaotic evil god of conquest, survival, strength, and territory. Wow. And he's known as the one-eyed god, he who watches, and he who never sleeps. His symbol is an unblinking eye, kind of like the eye of Sauron. It, yeah. look, it looks a lot like the eye of Sauron. Lost one of these bad boys, <laughs> never closing it. <laughs> so as the god of the orcs, Grumpsh is depicted as a hulking orc himself. He's adorned in uh, black plate armor. He has a single unblinking eye, which depending on who's telling the tale, he either has always had or was reduced to by the elven god Corlon Lorethian. So either the eye is centered like a cyclops or he's missing one. It yeah. just depends on who's painting him, I guess. And his lesser known symbol, which is like a medical grade tiny vial of eye drops. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> so Little else if his physical appearance is really provided in any source, save for the fact that he is said to be a figure of fury and cruelty that wields a great spear soaked in blood known as the blood spear. 
Oh, does it, it doesn't dry? It never dries. It's just dries. like always fresh. It's always fresh with blood. Because he, he just won't stop killing. Uh, I need you guys to go out and get me a new spear. This one started to coagulate. <laughs> there it's you not go. supposed to do that. Uh, I think there's a warranty on it. <laughs> so before we dive into the personality of Grumsh or the things he does, let's establish some of the mythos attached to him in order to better understand what motivates the one-eyed god. Hey, Will. Yes. I would like that. Okay. <laughs> well, that's my plan. So starting uh, with the tale of how he lost his eye. Now, according to all the sources I could find, the story is supposed to happen after the next story I'm going to tell you. But due to some continuity contradictions, it seems to me personally that this story kind of had to have happened first. And we're going to get into like the continuity issues of Grumsh. But regardless of the order of events, Grumsh has a legendary enmity with the chief deity of the elves, Coralon Lorethian. We talked about this in the Coralon episode. Uh, but we're going to talk about it again. And this enmity has been since the time immemorial. So according to Mordenkainen's Tome of Foes for 5th edition, the flamboyant, mercurial, and mischievous uh, nature of the elven god greatly, greatly irritated the orc lord. And at some <laughs> point, Coralon's whimsical nature brought about Grumsh's fury and sparked a clash of the titans between the two. He was just watching him skip through a field. <laughs> he's like... I hate the way you skip. <laughs> um, this battle raged across worlds and across plains. Um, and though hard fought on both sides, Grumsh was ultimately defeated when Corlon removed one of his eyes with a swing of his sword. Uh, the blood from the wounds Grumsh had inflicted upon Corlon fell to the earth and birthed the first elves. So Grumsh is directly responsible for the birth of his people's greatest foes. Yes. Good job, Grumsh. Um, what the Grumsh? <laughs> what the Grumsh My indeed. Dude. Why the Grumsh? Um, now, that- why? The, why the? Everybody's always asking what the Grumsh, not how the Grumsh. He's very sad. He <laughs> lost the eyeball. Sad. He did last. Yeah. So now that's the uh, Morning Kind of Tome of Foes version of the story. According to all other sources, though, um, according to all sources previous to that, Corlon and Grumsh came to blows over a disagreement over the dividing of the Prime Material Plane's territory, which is the second story that I'll get to. But according to this version, Grumsh attacked Corallon at the negotiation table and shattered the Elven Lord's legendary sword, Sahandrian. Corallon attempted to fight back, but was nearly slain and was forced to flee for his life. Grumsh pursued Corallon to his home of Arvander, and there Sahanin Moonbow restored Corallon's blade back That's to right. him. She's always saving his ass, isn't she? She's the best. She's the best. Um, the gods end up fighting again, but this time Grumsh loses and he also loses his eye because his eye gets gouged out uh the blood spilled from Coralon's body is still the birth source of the elves in this version of the tale yeah he uh his rage ran out it, the combat went yeah, longer than 10 it, rounds and he forgot did. to bonus action he chased him all the way to arvander yeah he was like oh i have a uh, i have resistance on this slashing damage and he was like oh my eye <laughs> right, exactly. i forgot to rage <laughs> so regardless of the tale's version devout followers of grumsh deny the truth of this legend they claim it to be false elven propaganda and that grumsh has always had only one eye and it's, oh. all, and it's all a bunch of bullshit. I swear to God, he was always he like was that. born like that. It was just like that. No, he never <laughs> even fought Corlon. Corlon ran away. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly <laughs> what they would say. So now for the second tale of today's episode and the one that pretty much defines Grumsh, uh, it is said that when the world was first made, the gods came together to decide how to divide the land up for their various people. Uh, in the end, it was decided that the gods would draw lots to decide the division of the territories. Mm-hmm. Now, unfortunately for Grumsh, no one else much really liked him. 
No yeah. one, no one really cared for the wrathful god, and uh, the non-orc deities, uh, Corlon included, decided to play a prank by rigging the drawing against Grumsh. So <laughs> that's fucked up. Yeah, that's why he fought him. He's like, "You holding out, bro?" Right. And he chased his ass all the way to his house. <laughs> so the elves end up receiving the forest. The dwarves receive the mountains. The humans receive the right to roam free. Uh, the halflings receive the grasslands or the meadows, I should say. And no place in the world was left for the orcs. And to add insult to injury, the other gods mocked and insulted Grumsh to his face over the matter. Uh, Needless to say, he was enraged. And uh, I'll just read this quote from the original Unearthed Arcana from uh, First Edition. Then the assembled gods turned to the orcish gods and laughed loud and long. All the lots are taken, they said tauntingly. Where will your people? Where will your people dwell? One eye. There's no place left. <laughs> there was silence upon the world then, as Grumsh One Eye lifted his great iron spear and stretched it over the world. The shaft blotted the sun over a great part of the lands as he spoke. No, you lie. I have. You have rigged the drawing of the lots, hoping to cheat me and my followers. But One Eye never sleeps. One Eye sees all. There is a place for the orcs to dwell here, he bellowed, and his spear pierced the mountains, opening a mighty rift and chasms. And here, the spear had split the hills and made them shake and covered them in dust. And here, the black spear gouged the meadows and made them bare. There roared he who watches triumphantly, and his voice carried over the ends of the world. There is where the orcs shall dwell. There they shall survive and multiply and grow stronger. And a day will come when they cover the world and they will slay all of your collective peoples. Orcs shall inherit the world that you sought to cheat me of. And that's Ex- the end of that quote. Excellent voice work, oh, William. Thank you. Thank well you. done. <laughs> and so the reason that I'm kind of quibbling over the order of the stories is the obvious, obvious discrepancy of the chronology of the birth of the elves. Because if... The fight over the land is what births the elves. How does Coraline gives the elves the land before the fight starts? You see what I mean? He was like, one day there will be very tiny me's. <laughs> but, but also, like, the elves <laughs> the elves were an accident. Grumsh, Grumsh made the elves by making Coraline bleed, so, he, like, he couldn't have planned for them. Anyways, short rest time. Oh, okay. Let's, yeah, sure. Uh, Let's okay. take a short rest. That's, yeah. Okay, we're there. <laughs> Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to did we just hit a million dollars stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. It doesn't matter if you're selling scented soaps or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And you'll sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. It's like I said before, Shopify is going to take your business no matter what stage it's at and elevate it to the next level. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S., and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. 
Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash dungeoncast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash dungeoncast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash dungeoncast. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the part of the episode. We're not talking about that last thing. That's in the past. We're talking about this new shit. This new shit is you. We love you. <laughs> And we're going to talk about some people that we love specifically uh, for becoming pledge members on our Patreon. Um, Indeed. Patreon's kicking ass. Thanks, guys. Yeah, thank you guys so um, much. Nick Amon. Thanks, Nick. Wild Tanuki. Thanks, Wild Tanuki. Salutations. Thanks, salutations. Salutations, salutations. <laughs> Boo. Uh, <laughs> Gar Ballington. Thanks, Gar Ballington. It's like one word, Gar Ballington. Okay. The, B is capital. Okay. Thank uh, you. Marvin Goldhart. Thanks, Marvin. Jamie. Thanks, Jamie. Al Fernandez. Thanks, Al. Thank you guys so much for um, contributing to the show. You're helping uh, keep the lights on, uh, helping us deal with like our hosting fees, uh, get like promotional artwork and stuff. Really, really awesome of all you guys. Thank you so much. Uh, I love you a lot. Um, you shouldn't need a prompt for this. Tears. You're supposed to talk about the tears. We Yeah, we will, but you need to tell people that you love them. I love you guys. Let's talk about some tears. <laughs> all business, I'm heartless. <laughs> no, I, I really do love you guys. Thank you guys so much for all the support you show us on Patreon. The $1 tier. It's really just kind of for funsies and to get your name on the show. Uh, the $5 tier. Early episodes, plus all the other stuff I just mentioned. Plus, like, our episode X is in there, and we have, like, a lot more... Like free for free, uh, like free bonus content, like coming into the lower tiers mm-hmm, as mm-hmm. much as we can. Mm-hmm. Is the is the music on that one too? OST is on the ten dollars tier. Okay, okay. Because I have to kick some ass <clears throat> to make that happen. Fair so, enough. Fair enough. Uh, same with F bats. Uh, Flashbang the animated se- or Flashbang the animated series. <laughs> I wish. Uh, fla- Maybe one day. Uh, uh, Flashbang and the surgeon, which is a uh, like a. Batman. D&D import of Batman the Animated Series. Uh, it's really awesome. There's a whole season of that show in there, just chilling. And then uh, the gold tier. Uh, oh, the $10 tier includes FBATs. It includes holiday special live games oh, that yes. we've done. I forgot about those. Um, really cool ones. Stuff like Ranger <clears throat> Danger, which is really funny. And then um, everything else I mentioned, plus OST. So I do music for Super Quest Saga and all the, the sounds from FBATs and the Dungeon Cast. Everything that I had available i just threw into a playlist so you guys can go check that out it's pretty awesome i update it regularly as i make new music which happens every few episodes of super quest saga and then um well you're the one that's supposed to talk about the 20 dollar tier because oh I, yeah so I, for we have a 20 our... tier it's awesome you guys are really great there's some exclusive merch yeah we got a, an exclusive merch. mug this year <clears throat> it's an exclusive mine every year as a matter of fact i got the mug right here uh yeah uh it's I, a very nice I, mug. I, I asked you never to bring that here but isn't it magnificent, Brian? Go on. Take it. No. I, I shouldn't. Oh, there it is. <laughs> Damn it, a seven. 
It's cool, though. I have advantage because of all the demon bullshit you've been doing on this show. <laughs> Ooh, an 18. Do it, Brian. Take the exclusive mug that is only available for an extremely limited while longer. Oh, God. Uh, this is actually really nice. It is, isn't it? Where did you, where do you, where do you get, did you make this? I ordered them off Amazon. Oh. (laughs) That's cool, but did you, what about the image work, is that? Yes, the image work is custom. No, that's really cool. That's really cool. This handle feels so nice in my hand. What does the exclusive mug say, Brian? What, what do you mean? What is it? Okay, you need to make a wisdom saving throw. Uh, oh shit, natty, natty one. Okay, uh, here we go. Say it. Shout out to Tima Gorgon. Um, why is it vibrating? Oh! Oh! My eyes. <laughs> Will this? It's all in my hands. What have you done? How am I supposed to edit the show like this? Why? shall be no more by the divine power bestowed upon me by my god, the Sun Father Pelor. <laughs> and by my hand I shall restore those whomst you hath corrupted and banish thee back to thine blasphemous realm with which ye crawled from. Be gone, demon! Ye hath no power here any longer. No We've returned, and uh, special guest Jake is here. Hey, guys. I was in the neighborhood. Yeah. yeah. Um, how I did just you... kind of appeared, man. I didn't really see I, you come in. I did. Yeah, you know. 
I, I just kind of, I felt a need. Okay. Well, we're talking about Grumpsh. Um, Indeed, oh, we okay. are. So let's get back to talking about Grumpsh. <clears throat> let's do it. So, kind of just to reiterate what my issue was with the chronology thing is how did Grumpsh lose his eye in a fight over the placement of Coraline and his peoples if Coraline didn't have a people yet? And how did the elves receive forests if they didn't exist yet? They hadn't even been born. And when they were born, like I said, it was by accident. And so to me, it's a paradox. And the only way uh, any of it makes sense is if the eye-losing fight happens before the fight that happens um, over the territory. Totally. That's just how I feel about it. I mean, like, in normal, like, chronological order of things and how they should go, that's probably the right answer. But what about God bullshit, Will? Where you <laughs> can mean, see the future we and could, We could say that the gods exist outside of time, so it all happened both simultaneously and never. But mm. moving on. So, as I said before... <laughs> this just sounds like a bunch of god bullshit. <laughs> so, as I said before, Grumsh is the god of conquest, strength, territory, and survival. Mm-hmm. And as was displayed in the previous story, he has dedicated himself and his orcs to the unleashing uh, of their savagery upon the other races and, and their gods. So, he demands his followers to be strong and to call the weak from their numbers. He demands that they take all the territory he thinks is rightfully there, so all of it. He tolerates no friendliness or kindness from his people and calls for unceasing war. He's like, I need you guys to be mad. I need you guys to be so fucking mad. I mean, honestly, I feel like I would be mad. It sounded like they did him super dirty. Yeah, it does, it does sound like exactly like that. I would be like super pissed the whole fucking time, too. But like, hey, man, you got to maintain this rage for all of existence. Oh, who, Fuck these dudes up. Who am I right now? Who am I right now? Oh, we'll give the, the mad one the short straw. <laughs> We'll give him the short one. We'll make it all a, a game, a silly game, to tease the angry one. I'm Coraline. Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay I, got it. It. I was yeah, like, I got who? <laughs> I was a little bit confused. No, I got it. Yeah. I got it. I was like, oh, that's Brian's snobby elven voice. It I've seen that sense. before. All right, moving sense. on. So Grumptious Dogma says to seek unceasing war against your enemies and kill and enslave those who oppose you, acquire territory and living space, destroy elves, their homes and their lands, crush the dwarves and take their deep caves for your own, be strong and be prepared to show your strength at any moment. Showing weakness is the key to an early death. Those who are too weak to fight for your tribe should be put to the spear. The greatest gift that he who watches gave to the orcs was the ability to survive where the weaker races would die. Build your strength in these lands and use them to overrun your enemies. That's a smart dog. Hell yeah. Hey, he's not too, yeah. He, you know, <laughs> sorry, that was a dumb. really bad joke. <laughs> yeah, I know, he's, you, you said dogma. Oh, and God. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> Anyways, he's smarter than you think. Uh, well, Grumpsh sure, God sure yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, surprisingly tactful or yeah. tactical. Um, well, actually, Indeed. orcs are pretty tactical. They, they can mm. be mobilized into like efficient fighting forces. They can be, but only by um, like a dragons. really strong and smart leader. By themselves, are very chaotic. So mm. essentially, the orc god despises all things that are not orc or of orcish origins. Uh, he wishes to visit vengeance and destruction upon all else, but he holds a special contempt for both elves and dwarves above all else. Totally. Yeah. So the faithful of Grumpsh, which is uh, pretty much limited to the orcs, but it can also include uh, like barbaric humans or ogres, are called Grumans. And Grumen don't so much revere Grumpsh as much as they fear and are left in awe of him. Uh, Grumsh is not a forgiving god, and invoking his wrath can rain down death and destruction up onto the transgressor. So mm, that's as, good. Yeah. As such, tracks. what was that? Tracks. I said it tracks. Yeah. As such, the religion of Grumsh is riddled with superstition surrounding the concept of averting the wrath of Grumsh and his pantheon. Mm. Um, it's through this fear that the clergy of Grumsh, and thus Grumsh himself, by proxy, keeps an iron grip of control over the orcs. Okay. 
Um, any questions so far? I mean, he's a pretty straightforward guy. Yeah. He's super yeah. fucking mad, yeah. and he's going to kill them all. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's exactly <laughs> it. And that's why orcs are so scary in this game. Yeah, because they're super fucking mad, and they want to kill them all. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So the priests of Grumsh wear red vestments that uh, represent the spilled blood of their enemies. Mm. Uh, they wear war helms and black pl- plate mail. Uh, the most devoted will ritualistically remove one of their eyes to honor and emulate the one-eyed god. Um, often Grumsh will bless these ones with some unholy powers. Uh, the priests act as yeah. leaders of their communities, making up uh, one of the essential one of essentially three branches of government of orc government, if you will. Uh, the other two branches being the de facto leader and war chief of the clan, and then the female devout of Luthic, the cave mother and wife of Grumsh. Oh, so the those cave are kind of- mother. Yeah, we talked about her in the I, yeah, orc episode. Yeah, it's vague. Yeah. It's like yeah. bear esque. Yeah, she um she's really cool. I really like her a lot. She hangs out in a cave and makes uh, orc babies. Yeah. She's mostly on board with Grumsh's thing, but like unlike Grumsh, she actually loves the orcs and wants them to like live. Grumsh just expects them to live. Um, we'll talk about her another day. <laughs> yeah, I was like, hold on. <laughs> so the clergy's prime responsibilities are advising and guiding the chief and tribe to better serve Grumsh, eliminating the sick, weak, and lame and unfit from their numbers, and overseeing dark rituals and sacrifices in Grumsh's name. So are all these clergymen orcs? Yes. Okay. Unless they're not, because they could be like barbaric human tribes that honor Grumsh. Okay, but not like intermingled together with the orcs? Like Probably like not. I, I would say not, because like... There could be like a CD, like, you know, Thanos' right-hand man, like that yeah, guy. And he's, the, he's just a human guy and he's the priest. I mean, I, I don't think so. I think half-orc is about as human as you'll see intermingled with orc. Oh, okay. So. He's like, what if he's like, but I can see the grumsh. They just, they would call him unworthy and kill him. <laughs> You're going to see him right now. <laughs> indeed, indeed you chop, are. Chop, chop. Um, so yeah, so only the priests of Grumsh are actually permitted to speak the one eye God's name. All others refer to him by one of, uh, the many monikers that are attached to him. So like one eyed God, one eye, he who watches or he mm. who never sleeps, all those, um, outside of the clergy, there is a special subset of orcs who, though they may not have chosen Grumsh as their savior, Grumsh has certainly chosen them. Um, <laughs> the Grumsh life chooses you. <laughs> so true. It's quite true in these orcs' case. Um, so orcs who have proven themselves through feats of strength and ferocity uh, to be a caliber above the rest of the orcs around them may be singled out by Grumsh and bestowed a vision or powerful dream. In these dreams, uh, he magically transforms the chosen both physically and psychologically. Ooh. So many are, at most, I would say, are actually driven mad by the vision. But the ones that mm. don't become imbued with supernatural strength and prowess. And an elite few, on top of that, are gifted a sliver of the one-eyed god's rage and power. Oh, geez. So. It's like it's like going down the drop on a roller coaster. Uh-huh. Grump shows up in your dreams. He's like, I've chosen you. <laughs> and that's like the zenith, the top part. Yeah, and then yeah. all of a sudden, you're just like plummeting down to yeah. earth. And it's like you're feeling all the rage yeah absolutely <laughs> it's just like that brian <laughs> it's like goliath at so magic mountain this, but for your body this insides, blessing your this blessing if you will uh magically augments uh the orcs both um well both them and the weapons they wield so any weapon that these orcs wield is would be considered uh enchanted like unholy weapon oh it's like instead of the finesse property it now has the grumsh property on yeah, exactly. it. exactly <laughs> okay exactly that's exactly right but only when they hold it saying let it go it doesn't have any plus one to believers <laughs> minus 10 to non-believers exactly okay um, so when it comes to allies, Grumsh has none outside of <laughs> <laughs> outside mm-hmm. of his pantheon, and even those alliances tend to be only uh, bound by threat and fear. Um, Luthic, his wife, is his closest ally, and for the most part, their goals align. 
Um, have sex in a cave. Have sex in a cave. <laughs> Make them babies. Kill all non-orcs. Kill all the non-orcs. Uh, Il Nevil, the war maker, is his chief lieutenant and strategist. Um, Yurtis, the white hand, uh, is the god of death and disease and serves as the punisher of orcs who die that are considered unworthy. Um, there are other orc gods as well, but we'll have to cover those. Is it like the an fucking anti-Valhalla? Yes, yeah, the anti-Valhalla. That's <laughs> exactly what it is. It's like, you sucked out there today, bud. I think you know it because you're punched. dead. <laughs> exactly. Take this spy into um, thine butt cheek. So there's <laughs> yeah, all of it. So there's, there's like six or seven uh, major deities in the orc pantheon, and I've just figured we'll, we'll cover them. Specifically, when we do like an orc pantheon episode, well, where we leave Grumsh out of it and we just start from Luthic and we go through them all. Are we going to do that for like Morden and Corallon? Yeah, I want to do that for the Elven, Dwarven, and probably Halfling and Gnome pantheons Let's too. Let's flesh out like, these pantheons. Exactly. But maybe that's to be next year of the gods. Yeah, maybe, yeah, year of the gods maybe. But uh, but for for like the leaders, like we already did Morden and Corallon. Um, we're doing Grumsh now. We'll, we'll probably do a Garl Glitter Gold and a Yolanda one too. So, anyways, okay. yeah. So uh, when it comes to the enemies of Grumsh, uh, he has many. Um, when it comes mm-hmm. to matters of the prime material plane, his chief enemies are Corlon Lorethian and Moradin and elves and dwarves by proxy. Mm-hmm. Um, he still blames these two for robbing him uh, and his people of land. Never and got over it. Never got over it and won't rest until his, their people, the elves and dwarves, are completely annihilated. <laughs> I don't blame him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be pissed. Yeah, I'd be angry too. Maybe he's a little overboard mad. Yes. But, I magically um, the, Okay, so the thing about that story is it is said that after the joke was over, Coralon was like, okay, okay, like, look, it was just a joke. Like, I'm willing to negotiate with you. And Let's then he just took it way too far. And he just was like, He was triggered no, at that point. He was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> These mountains are mine now. Exactly. Oh, man. So, um, Lolth also has a special place of enmity in Grumshit's heart because uh in the past they teamed up to murder Corlon, but loth used and betrayed him and thus he seeks her demise as well so he, like yeah he hates her as well and she's like uh elf adjacent right yeah i mean well not elf adjacent she is an elf god it's i guess so yeah dark just elf evil god. <laughs> yeah but he doesn't care yeah the drow and orcs fight all the time in forgotten realms and other uh settings so in the outer planes the enemy situation is actually a completely different situation. So Grumpsh hmm. is actually too preoccupied with an eternal war on the plane of Akron to muster any strikes against elven or dwarven gods. It doesn't matter. Like, oh, he's I like bu- that. He's busy in the lower planes. <laughs> um, here he and it's his... blood pa- war all over again. Yeah, it's the blood war all over again. He, um, he here with his pantheon and along with all the souls of the worthy orcs fight an eternal uh, conquest against Magluviet, god of the goblins, and his pantheon and their version of the worthy goblinoid souls. And they're just, the battle will never end. It's all the Boblin, the goblins that murder hobos <laughs> killed over the years. Exactly, yeah. They're all fighting together they're against all, the orcs. Exactly. With, so with it's the like goblin god. It's orcs and orc god versus goblins, hobgoblins, and bugbears, and goblin god. Boblin yeah, the goblin. Right. Yeah, Boblin the goblin. You got it. There's so, lots of copies of him down there. Indeed. So any questions about uh, Grumsh? Grumsh. Um, the the clergy of Grumsh, the the leaders with the blood robes. Yeah. Do you think they like have like uh, like robe style, like comparative fashion, where they're like this, this was <laughs> oh this fabric was modeled after the blood of kobold. This cloth is true crimson, the actual color of blood. The actual color of blood. <laughs> you see, I went with more of a fall. The brown tone in the um, blood. It's like s- blood and dirt. It's <laughs> like blood when it falls in the you know mud blood. <laughs> Good you know, when you blood. get a lot of killing done in the battlefield of mud, it turns to muddy bloody. So I'm going to say a hard no on this, but I like where your brain's at, and it's a good homebrew. 
Oh, for the, the, oh, for for the fashion. So you're, you're, you're telling me this isn't canonical. I'm that telling this you, is it's home. not canonical. This is in-game flavor I'll have to provide. Exactly. Oh, this okay. Is true. So fun facts about Grumsh. Um, his sacred hey. his sacred animal is Thank the, God. None of those other ones were very yeah, fun. No, definitely not. Yeah, I'm ready for these ones. Did yeah. you like the beach? <laughs> I swear to God. Uh, Does he like I swear the to Grumsh. I swear to Grumsh. Um, what the fuck so, is Grumsh, guys? His sacred animal is the giant rat. No. Do with that okay, what you will. I, I mean, that's fun, I guess. I guess. Yeah. yeah. Cool. His holy day is the new moon. Oh, yeah, that's all fun. Right, I like new right, moons. Yeah. That's all I got. That's all I got for fun facts. <laughs> I only had two. His Tinder bio is two lines. <laughs> Likes rats. Yeah. Uh, he hates sw- elves. Swipes, elves. Swipes right on uh, on uh, bugbears, handsome bugbears. So I was taking a gander at the Grumpsh stats that were provided in 3.5 because 3.5 did us the honor of actually statting out the greater deities. Ooh. Oh, that's right. Yeah, which we've done for Coralana Moradin. Mm-hmm. And Grumpsh himself is a greater deity, so I was really interested to see what his power level was going to be. And I was a bit underwhelmed because if you remember from the Coralon and Moradin episode, uh, I think when you calculated all their levels, they were like level 72 creatures. Well, Grumpshear is only, if you add it all together, he's only level 38. So he's like half of what they are. It's like, well, isn't he a greater D? Shouldn't he? Like, if Grump theoretically defeated Coralon at least once, like, he should be more on his level, but Is this Grumpsh post-defeat, though? Like, this is one-eyed Grumpsh? Okay, that's a fair. I like that. I, yeah, okay, I like that. We'll go with that. So post being defeated by Coralon, he probably lost some power. It's just like Thor from Infinity uh, or Endgame. It's Endgame Thor. It's Endgame Thor. It's Fat Thor. Fat he was Infinity Fat War Thor. Yeah, and then he lost, and then he went into a exactly. spiraling depression. Exactly. He played. A, he played a lot of a Fortnite. Lot of Fortnite. <laughs> a lot of Fortnite. All right. That's so just to go over Grumpsh's stats for three point five, he's a level twenty fighter, level nine cleric, and level nine barbarian. I feel like it should be level twenty barbarian. Yeah. Yeah. He's very like you said and many he's things. So he's so fucking mad. It's lasted a thousand years, probably more than that. Maybe he raged so hard it burned out. That's true, and he, so he a lot of his, barbarian a lot of his, now he just has normal like regular five e rage. So as I was saying, this is distinctly way weaker than Coralon Moradin. His blood spear is a plus five chaotic unholy long spear. His AC was seventy eight. He's immune to pretty much everything. He gets all kinds of cleric spells and has a special rage mechanic that boosts all his stats. So he's still, I mean, a greater god. So like Jesus. you're obviously not going to fight this unless you're stupid. But yeah, if you get that blood on your like like your tunic or whatever Mm -hmm. it's going to be greater restoration getting that stain out buddy let me tell you (laughs) (laughs) right well uh are there any other questions about uh the orc god grumpsh i asked a really good one do you have one um why doesn't he like those gerblins Oh yeah, is that something? I've- um, it's just that they share the same space, and he wants all the space. So. <laughs> I hate you by proximity. <laughs> exactly, it does seem like that's his yeah. Thing, the, but- the, the problem with Glubiet and Grumsh is that they're so alike that they they could never be friends. Mm. Like they're too alike. Yes. they have to. One has to die. There can only be one. <laughs> there can only, there be, can only one be one, but there's always all of them because they never die. Exactly. True. This is true. Oh, with that being said, I think we can get ready for a long rest. And before we go, I just want to tell everybody about our The benefits of an eight-hour sleep. But that Well, there's that. But all also, your hit points and spell slots return. You know what, Brian? Why don't you tell them about Super Quest Saga? It's a great space game. It is. I'm in it. This guy's in it. I'm in That's it. That's Special Guest Jake. And What's for up? all the people that are getting really snippy with me about the your Special Guest Jake thing, and not me specifically, <laughs> like, but like just in general, they like cry out into the dungeon cast abyss, hoping someone will hear them, their <laughs> cries. And I always do, and I always respond, this fucking name. Get That's over it. That's my name, yeah. <laughs> and with that, we'll call it a game. <laughs> <laughs> I'll talk to you guys later. Bye-bye.
Bye. <laughs>what does feminism mean to you during women's history month come explore feminism and how it's playing out in real life with season two of thread the needle a monthly podcast i'm your host donna shill i use my background in journalism and draw on women's life experiences to add to the conversation on topics that matter to fellow feminists like you now in its second season listen to new episodes each month as we explore finding yourself through divorce battling call-out culture questioning our ideas about masculinity, and discovering why girls' confidence plummets in their preteens. Guests include Stephanie Kuntz, historian and author of Marriage, a History, April White, author of Divorce Colony, and Loretta Ross, professor on white supremacy and call-out culture at Smith College. Listen to Thread the Needle on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.